The following program is sponsored by the Jelinski Advisory Group, which is solely responsible for its content. Josh Jelinski is the president of Wealth Quarterback, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm located in New Jersey. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm or its representatives by securities regulators, nor is it an indication that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Investment advisory services may only be provided to clients in jurisdictions in which the firm and its representatives are appropriately registered or exempt from registration. You should not assume that any discussion or information contained in this broadcast serves as the receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product, or any non-investment related content made reference to directly or indirectly in this broadcast will be profitable. Equal any corresponding indicated historical performance level or levels be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation or prove successful. Fast performance is not indicative of future result. Investment advisory services offered through Wealth Quarterback LLC. Tired of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. Now, let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. This is Josh Jelinski. We are live taking your calls all hour at 800-321-0710. If you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever question you have, no question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask. And we have a lot of interesting news today. We are live, live and unscripted, taking your calls on all matters financial at 800-321-0710. So if you have questions on stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, whatever questions you have, no question is a dumb one except the one that you do not ask. So we're here live taking your calls on all matters financial. And as always, I love to hear from you with any and every financial question you have. So pick up the phone right now and chime in with your live questions. I'd love to hear from you. And on this episode of the pod, of the radio show, we're talking about anything you want to talk about, but our talking points for the week is delaying the game. IRS is putting the brakes on 401k changes and retiring in five years. The top things you need to know to prepare and a blueprint to a balanced retirement financial planning made real. And do you want permission to spend We're going to give you strategies for retirees to manage spending. And we'll tell you about the the best and worst states to retire and five surprising financial habits you may want to reconsider. According to CNBC, the IRS is delaying changes 
For 401k catch-up contributions, here's what higher earners need to know. Currently, catch-up contributions allows you, if you are still working and a saver of 50 and older, to funnel extra money into your 401k and other retirement plans beyond the employee deferral limit. A change enacted via Secure 2.0 would have eliminated the tax break for high earners by only allowing these these deposits in after-tax Roth accounts starting in 2024. However, the IRS on Friday announced a two-year delay for the change, meaning savers can still make pre-tax contributions through the end of 2025. The IRS has announced a two-year delay to the Secure 2.0 change that would have impacted the tax breaks on catch-up contributions for higher earners. Now, I think this is, I think the IRS should eliminate this because it's a horrible law. Currently, catch-up contributions allows you to funnel extra money in and get a deferral. This new rule would eliminate the tax breaks that you would receive by only allowing these deposits in after-tax Roth accounts. Currently, individuals aged 50 and above can make an additional 7500 in catch-up contributions to their 401k plans beyond the standard 22500 Secure 2.0 change aimed to shift these catch-up contributions for high earners to after-tax Roth accounts starting in 2024. However, with the IRS's recent decision, pre-tax catch-up contributions can continue until the end of 2025. This delay has been welcomed by many as it provides ample time for preparation and adjustment to the new system. For those age 50 and above, we talked about the current system allows you to sock away 30K. This whole provision is not to give the rich a tax break, but many of you, you just wake up, you hit 50. You've maybe paid for your kid's college. You got yourself out of credit card debt. You're paying down your mortgage and you realize, oh, garbage, I still have to save for retirement. This provision is not a uh, favor the rich scheme. It's designed to aid individuals in accelerating their retirement savings as they approach retirement. So it's really just a nice benefit to those who maybe didn't save what they should have. What do you think? Do you think this is a travesty that the government is getting rid of this oft-used plan? Now, good news is the IRS originally slated the change for 2024. This pivotal change was set to alter the tax landscape for higher earners making catch-up contributions. Instead of the traditional pre-tax, these contributions would still be allowed, but they would be directed towards Roth accounts. Basically, the government wants the money now. They don't want it later. IRS's decision in a move that underscores the complexities of this new law which we've been talking about this law, I don't know, it seems like like for 52 weeks in a row. The IRS has opted for a two-year delay 
This means that the familiar pre-tax catch-up contribution will remain unchanged until the end of 2025, offering a buffer for individuals and institutions to adjust. Why is the, why are they, what, what's the reason for the delay? Well, the IRS and its commitment to ensuring a smooth transition has introduced the delay. They're good guys over at the IRS. The goal is to provide ample time for taxpayers and financial institutions to adapt to the upcoming Roth catch-up requirement without undue stress. Who it affects? The change is especially relevant for employees with incomes surpassing 145000 from a single employer in the previous year. So if you make over one forty-five k, it may affect you. These individuals under Secure 2.0 stipulations would be the primary demographic affected by the shift to Roth accounts for catch-up contributions. Significance of catch-up contributions is evident in their usage rates. According to a 2021 2022 Vanguard report, 16% of eligible employees utilize this provision, showcasing its role in retirement strategies. Now, financial and retirement planning industries largely welcomed the delay. Many organizations were seeing challenges. The initial timeline and petition for an extension emphasizing the need for thorough preparation. That makes sense. Tax implications with potential tax bracket adjustments in 2026, with the expiration of the Trump tax cuts, uh, known as the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the tax implications of retirement contributions are in the spotlight. These upcoming changes might influence the decision-making of high earners, prompting them to weigh the pros and cons of after-tax deposits. I think it's a bad idea to do this, but they did it nonetheless. Financial professionals, like myself, understand the, the evolving landscape. And we are guiding callers who call us at 888-988-JOSH right now to have strategic planning to make informed decisions. The emphasis is on leveraging the current tax brackets and the current tax benefits while preparing for future shifts. The marginal tax brackets make a difference this year, married and single, and the retirement savings landscape is being marked by continuous evolution, with the IRS's retirement decision on the Secure 2.0 change being a testament to this dynamic nature. For those of you listening, especially in higher income brackets, staying informed and agile is key. With potential tax changes on the horizon and shifting shifting regulations, proactive financial planning remains the cornerstone of a secure retirement. Give us a call now, 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-5674. Call the financial quarterback and help us achieve your financial goals. 888-988-JOSH. I'm going to tell you five things to do first. Approaching retirement requires careful planning and strategic decisions. Navigating this transition successfully hinges on understanding several critical areas, ensuring both financial security and 
peace of mind in the years ahead. There's five things you have to do. You got to consider, how am I going to plan for health insurance? Number one. Number two, how to deal with debt. Number three, retirement expense budgeting. Number four, income planning, income source identification. How are you going to make an income? How are you going to get checks every month? And number five, investment strategy adjustments. Am I going to shift from high risk to strategies with a little more certainty and stability? So five things you have to do if you're going to retire. Approaching retirement requires careful planning and strategic decisions. Navigating this transition successfully hinges on understanding several critical areas, ensuring financial security and peace of mind in the years ahead. Number one, health insurance planning. For those who will be 65 and older and are either U.S. citizens or permanent residents, Medicare is available. But a lot of people come to us, they're 55, they're 60, they're 63. And they got to plan for two to 10 years without Medicare. So that's a big part of our planning. How are you going to pay for health insurance? For others, alternative health insurance options need to be explored. They're either available through continued employer benefits or through your state's local health care marketplace. Number two, debt management. So you got to learn Five things. Number one, how are you going to pay for health care? Number two, the goal of retirement is to have minimal or very little debt when you're into retirement or no debt. If debt remains, it's crucial to have a concrete plan to eliminate debt using available resources before making that retirement official. This ensures a more comfortable retirement without financial strain. Number three, now, you know, so you might have like a 30-year mortgage at 2.5%, you have ample income. I'm not necessarily talking about that. Really mean the dumber, high interest rate debt. Does that make sense? So give us a call now, 800-321-0710. Also, 889 today, Josh, if you are uh, listening and you're thinking about retirement, or you're already retired and you have some of these issues, call us, 888-988-JOSH, and schedule a no-obligation review. Also, we have a new website called retirenow.info from Jelinski Advisory Group. And the beauty of the Retire Now Info website is you get to apply risk management strategies to your portfolio today. If you go to the website, Click on Get Started Now. You get four free gifts when you schedule and keep your no-obligation review. So call us 888-988-JOSH. You get a free copy of the Retirement Reality Check. Part one. Part two, Maximize My Social Security Consultation. You get your own Maximize My Social Security Report. A 27-point financial game plan. And the on-point risk analyze it. Four free gifts. 
when you call us at 888-988-JOSH and schedule your free review, or you could call us 888-988-JOSH, or you go to retirenow.info. Next, retirement expense budgeting. It is essential to have a software that will help you project your future expenses in retirement. We'll do that with you. While many costs typically decrease for retirees, healthcare expenses are an exception and often rise. A clear budget helps in determining the necessary post-retirement income. I've heard from one stat that healthcare inflation is 12% for retiree. So as much as 12% for retiree. A clear budget will help in determining the necessary post-retirement income. While many costs typically decrease, healthcare increases. Got a plan for that. Got a plan for, okay, what about the last three years of life? Am I going to have a long-term care illness? Number four tip, income source identification. You have to recognize and understand automatic income sources that will be available in retirement, such as social security benefits, pension income, annuity income. Identifying these sources helps in spotting potential income gaps and planning accordingly. Now, then there are investment strategy adjustments. As retirement nears, the focus should shift from high-risk investments to those with more certainty and stability. A lot of you are worried about where we're going, you know, as a nation in debt when, you know, both parties don't seem to care about the debt, right? You know, we need to resolve the national debt, but consider diversifying into safer investment avenues or savings vehicles like CDs, treasuries, investment-grade bonds, or insured savings accounts. You could also look at fixed annuities, other things, and the like. So call us at 888-988-JOSH on that. Maybe you want to safeguard a little bit more of your retirement savings. Preparing for retirement is a multifaceted approach that requires careful planning and foresight. As retirement approaches, or maybe you're already retired, it's imperative to ensure financial stability, minimize risks, and set the stage for a comfortable post-working life. Basically, you don't want to have to go back to work because the market went down. Starting these preparations early and methodically can make your life more secure and your transition to retirement or in retirement smoother. You not only have to get to retirement, you also have to get through it. Call us at 888-988-JOSH if you want help. Also, folks, if you have a financial question, we are here with you now. If you have questions, give us a call, 800-321-0710. It's an open line edition of the broadcast. According to insurancenewsnet.com, do you have a realistic retirement budget? I'm going to give you 
the 10 fastest growing costs for older Americans since 2000. But I want to hear from you. Call us at 800-321-0710. What do you believe are the 10 fastest growing costs of retirees, pre-retirees? They say older Americans, but we're going to say the golden year people. What are they? What do you, well, let's say if you're 60 and over, 55 and older, what are your top 10 growing costs? So we're going to go to Bob. So, Bob, uh, you have a sure. question about the IRS pronouncement, but do you have a, want to take a stab at one of the, what are the top 10 fastest growing costs of older Americans? Uh, try one guess for me. Tax preparation costs. Well, you, I would agree with you, but it is not in here. But uh, I think you're right. A lot of people would just go to the library, right, and get the AARP rep to do their taxes for free. And now they're realizing, hey, I really need to get a CPA. I need to get a financial professional. But I I agree. Uh, So go ahead, Bob. What they're proposing, Josh, as you may know, is that in the last seven to 10 days, they made an announcement that at some date in the near or distant future, which is the way they put it, they're going to eliminate the ability for the tax preparers of individual returns or their returns to use a hard copy and force them to, you know, go into the computerization aspect with the uh, related tax preparation costs. I was just wondering if, if you had heard something clarifying when that's going to happen, 2024, 2025, you know, it's always confusion from them. I would say it'd be about two years, typically. Pardon me? It takes them about two years to uh, transition anything. So um, from what the IRS says on their own website, they're saying 2025. So taxpayers will have the option to go paperless for IRS correspondence by 2024. IRS to achieve paperless processing for all returns by filing 2025 and digitization basically what they're going to do is have these super computers that if they scan anything and it looks out of whack you know you're then going to get an audit or a letter and that they they probably you know they're saying it's to streamline cost it probably does help with that but it it's probably not good for seniors, right? I mean, like, how are you going to deal with that if you're not paperless? So, yeah, well, I, I don't it. see anything positive coming out of it. I happen to be a retired accountant, so I've been doing my taxes for the last 40 years. So I have no issue with it, and I have no outstanding audit issues and so forth, except when they get involved with uh, this type of uh, situation. And then also, They uh, have a a network of, I guess you know better than I, where you have a question made and submitted to the taxpayer, and you end up going to three different, and I mean distant, tax offices in order to get resolution. So I don't know what they've accomplished with with all these changes since the the concept of uh, filing the tax return on hard copy should not be uh, a negative. I also see a problem with, well, what if you get this 
you know, if they go paperless and they send you an email and they don't have your right email or it gets buried in your, you know, 5,000. I mean, some people get hundreds of thousands of emails a day. And, you know, it's much easier to say, hey, I missed that email than to say, hey, I got this letter from the IRS. What's this all about? So I think paperless should not include notices one would get from the IRS. They're saying how about the concept of paying estimated taxes during the year? And uh, I'm sure they haven't thought through the fact that that's not computerized either. So it it just sounds like it's a half-baked proposal. It's never something that's concrete, makes sense, keeps taxpayers from being exposed to all these uh, issues with respect to people uh, stealing uh, social security numbers and so forth. And certainly the computer becomes the, uh, you know, the basic thing to stay away from. Well, they're claiming it will help the 15% of Americans who rely solely on mobile phones for Internet. So they don't have, let's say, Internet at their home. But those people are probably not paying much in taxes anyway. The IRS will digitally process all paper filed returns. It will enable up to 76 million paper documents to be processed digitally, improving service, cutting processing times in half, and expediting taxpayer refunds. They're saying it will save 40 million in annual storage costs because everything will be digitized. The problem I have is these supercomputers, like, um, will, will just be scanning people's returns. And if something's out of whack, you'll get a notice. And then, you know, I, I, I think if someone knew how to kind of game the computer that you could, you know, probably have tax cheats of, you know, go more heavily by gaming computers, but I don't know. Well, this thought. concept of tax cheat is, is undocumented, and it's a very much an insult on the uh, the, the tax filing public. Uh, I know somebody who ended up with tax questions and so forth, and very uh, succinctly, they ended up with um, Louisville, Kentucky, um, uh, California, mm-hmm. Fresno, California, and... Uh, Washington, D.C., before they could get an answer. Hmm. So I don't think they have their, uh, you know, ducks in a row to make any changes. I certainly would hope that they would push the date. They said that in their letter, you know, when they issued this statement, that they they will always accept uh, hard paper filings, and then they never followed up with that. And your explanation today is probably the right one. You can do it through 2024, but after that, no more hard copy filing. They're not saying they're banning hard copy. They're just saying the IRS will digitally process all paper filed tax and information returns. So I, I, I guess you could do it by paper, and then if you're not computer friendly, you could have someone... Um, digitize it for you, I guess, you know, upload it online. 
you know. I just think it's extremely unfair, and I, I'm probably better equipped to do it eventually. But the average person trying to get their tax returns filed and so on, it's a real problem. You know, it's interesting. I help people do it, but it's really a problem. So it's interesting. The press release six to twelve hundred dollars of uh, costs, as you were mentioning before that people are not looking at and they're going to have to come up with the fees in order to uh, get the uh, filing done. Oh, definitely. And, you know, it's interesting. It says they're launching an ambitious plan to ensure that by filing season 2024, taxpayers will be able to go paperless if they choose. And by filing season 2025, the IRS will achieve paperless processing, digitizing all paper filed returns when received. I mean, I, I would say that it would be probably mandatory two years after 25 by reading this, though. Oh. It, it's like they're not really saying they're demanding it, but they're saying they're digitizing all paper filed returns. But how are you going to digitize? You know, you're going to have to give it some somebody to upload it if you don't have a digital way to do that, like a scanner or, you know, some processing probably have to go to a cpa or something so okay well Gosh. wonderful the arp will probably come up with some hey you know you got your yeah, paper sure. returns we'll give Josh, you some I put just one sentence in here at the library yeah go ahead uh a person i know ended up with a, a disclaimer of or disallowance from fresno california they then proceeded to call tennessee irs office and the Tennessee IRS office looked it up and said, you're okay. And I said, well, did you get a notice saying it was okay? Because you've got a handwritten or typewritten uh, notice that it was not okay initially. And the person on the other phone just abruptly said, no, it's okay. And, I, and they said they couldn't get a, uh, a number, confirmation number or anything. So they don't have the system even basically established in order to handle what they have rather than move on to the next. Uh, well, I think process. you can request an appointment with your local office, though. Well, uh, you can't have a, a senior citizen handling with the IRS. You're yeah. going to have to send in an attorney and all this other stuff. So you're going from $1,600 up to $2,500, and that's a lot of money. Oh, even more now. I appreciate you know. very much your your uh, show on this issue and it's very important i think it's highly important that never mind the aarp they're not going to change this so it's, yeah, it's something will. that uh, is going to go down and and eventually they're going to make it mandatory you know i don't see that yet in this statement but it looks like you know eventually they'll say we, we got to go paperless you know, you, you won't be able to do your own handwritten thing, but I don't see that yet. So uh, great call, Bob. Up next, we'll, we'll be talking to Vincent, who wants to know if he should take Social Security by 62 or 70 and the top 10 fastest growing costs for older Americans since the year 2000. We'd love your answer to that question at 800-321-0710. This is Josh Jelinski. The financial quarterback, don't touch that dial. Maybe it seems like prices can't get much higher or that the stock market is headed for bear territory. Or maybe you're worried about another great recession. 
Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, can help you protect your family's financial future in times like these. Tune in this weekend to the financial quarterback to hear how Josh and his team can help you decrease your tax liability and lower your risk. Call 888-988-5674 to take advantage of Josh's 27-point plan to achieve financial health. And when you call, you'll receive a free copy of Josh's book, Retirement Reality Check. Tune in every weekend to the financial quarterback and call 888-988-5674 to receive your free copy of Retirement Reality Check. And we're back with Vincent. You're on. Go ahead with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Good morning. Good morning, Josh. I hope you can hear me okay. Yes, wonderful. Um, my question's about Social Security. I'm, uh, I was crunching some numbers about whether to take it at 62 or age 70. And the numbers I come up with seem to me that I'm better off taking it at 62. Uh, if you're... Let me, let me lay out the scenario I have, okay? Um... I gave myself an imaginary twin brother. We have identical finances. We're both going to retire at 62. I'm going to collect that 62. He's decided he's going to wait till age 70. And we both want $100,000 a year in income. So my Social Security benefit at 62 is 30000 a year. So I'll be taking 70 out of my retirement funds. He's going to take the full 100. At age 80 and a half, he catches up to me by the basic actuarial tables. At age 72, his rate is 52000 a year. So at 80 and a half years old, we break even. And after that, he passes me by. So now, um, at age 80 and a half, he's going to pass me by making an extra twenty two grand a year. But in the eight years from age 62 to 70, I saved $240,000 on my retirement accounts by not having to withdraw that extra 30 every year. So now for him to catch up to me again, it's another 10 and a half years. So the real break-even age is like age 91. So talk about longevity risk. Why would I wait till age 70 to take my Social Security when I'll have more money by then, but it'll probably go into a nursing home? Well, it's whatever you prefer. but. I've done these, you're, you're missing some variables. Uh, number one, you're assuming that you're going to save the difference, right? Most people don't. They just spend it. Uh, number two, we've done, we have various calculations. I don't know if you're factoring in Social Security as inflation adjusted. So when you're getting a bump on inflation, let's say you delayed from 30 to uh, 40K when you're, I don't know, 67. That 40 is then growing by 3% every year. That 30 is growing by 3% every year, but 3% on 40 is bigger than 3% on 30. I, you know, I, I don't think you're really adequate. We, I've done this, you know, calculation well, every way to next Tuesday. And essentially yeah, the break even point when, when you, you can play look, with 2% here, I'm sorry to interrupt, but $240,000 difference in withdrawals. Yeah, That's I don't think you're looking at the right numbers. There's variables you're missing. Uh, when I look at the calculations, and we look at this a lot, the break-even point, all Social Security strategies, the break-even point is about 83, 83, 83-ish, 83, 84, 82. 
Um, the fact you're using 80, you're probably just using like straight numbers. You're, you're probably not focusing on inflation. So if you took it at 62 or 70 and you died before 83, it would be better if you took it at 62. If you die after, it's typically better if you take it at 70. The longer you live, the better it's going to mean if you take it at 70. Generally, it's a longevity factor. So if you're going to live a long time, you delay till 70. If you believe you're going to die earlier, you take it at 62. Now you bring up another point. Well, if I'm, I'm making social security, then, uh, I don't have to take money out of my IRAs. Well, it depends what your IRAs are making. And you would want to factor that into your equation. If you're making 10% but he doesn't a year in your see IRAs. His reward for waiting. He doesn't well, see his reward for waiting until he's over 90 years old. No, I mean, what's the point? 84. About 83 or four. I've done the numbers a lot. I'll be happy to show you our, our program. We have the most cutting edge social security program. It's called maximize my social You can buy it for, I don't know, it's like 40 bucks online. Or you can get it for free when you call us at 888-988-Josh. But my hunch is there is some variable that you're not factoring just because you have to factor in inflation. You have to factor in what you're earning on that IRA. Yeah, if you're earning 10% well, a yeah. year. Well, and so, my so, point is all things being equal, inflation, whatever, taxes on Social Security. All I'm saying is the eight years that I'm not, that I'm taking Social Security rather than him. That's $240,000 of real money that I haven't had to spend over those eight years that he did. And, and takes, the government's reward for making him wait until after age 80 to start really recouping that money takes him another 10 and a half years just to catch up to me again. And like I said, he's 91 years old. And at that point, yeah, big deal. You're making 25000 more than yeah, me or even thirty. Right you're giving it to a nursing home. You're, you're not factoring in. There's something you're missing. I do I do these calculations all the time. It's not 91. It's about 83. Meaning by taking the 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 uh, solution is rather simple. Call us at 888 josh We'll go through your numbers, see where you're off a little bit. I would say, frankly, you're a little misguided. I think what you're doing is you're calculating a growth rate on the IRA for the person who's 62. You also have to calculate a growth rate on the IRA monies for the person who delays till 70. Yes, they'll have less money in that IRA, but that money will still be earning money. But I think that's money. you're wrong. And then the Social Security grows by inflation. No, I'm not wrong. I do these calculations all the time. Um, we've had Professor Kotlikov, who's like the foremost expert on Social Security in the country. There are variables you're missing. I do this calculation every day till next Tuesday. It's about 83. And, and the, the fundamental answer is if you are, if you believe you're going to die at 72, yeah, take it at 62. But if you well, believe you might live till 90, it's best to wait till 70 because you get the growth rate on social security, which is inflation adjusted. And you're probably not factoring in that social security, only 85% of that benefit is taxed. So you have to, your calculations have to include that 15% of that benefit when you wait till 70 is non-taxable. So if you want to find your maximized strategy, 
And there's different what if scenarios. You're, you're probably using one scenario. We can cover an unlimited amount of what if scenarios. I'm not saying in that one variable that you're coming up with, you, you're, you can't be right. I'm just saying that 91, 92 things off because when you delay till 60, when you delay from 62 to 70, you recoup that after about 82, 83, 84. That's about what you would need because you're making, to use your example of 30 grand, if you grow 30 grand at 8% a year till 70, you might be getting like 55 grand in social security by the time you're 70 in that illustration. So you might not be calculating the cost of living, the COLA bumps that social security gets. So there's just different variables that you may miss. Um, hey, you seem very convinced in your own mind. If you want to take it at 62, take it at 62. But that's because you want to take it. And one of the benefits of taking it earlier could mean that if you want to invest that difference money, maybe you believe you can beat Social Security. Social Security is a guaranteed 8% a year. Simple interest calculation. The market does not. So by you delaying, you're saying, hey, I think I can beat 8% a year in my IRA. That's hard to do on a consistent basis. That's what I'm talking about. Social Security is inflation adjusted. Thank you for the call, Vincent. Really appreciate it. We got to go to Pete, who knows the answer of why cost goes up. Hey, if you want to do the Social Security calculation, take my challenge, 888-988-JOSH. See when taking Social Security is best for you. We have a program. It looks like, you know, it's not like the last caller was trying to do that program, and I commend you for that, but I think there's a little off here there. Uh, go ahead, Pete. He knows the answer of why cost goes okay. up for seniors. One thing, the three things I'm thinking of, it's going to cost a lot. Number one, medical costs. Every time I turn around, my uh, supplemental is going up every year. Number two, taxes. When uh, one of us pass away, we're going to be in a higher tax bracket. Plus, uh, we'll still be getting a lot of income. So taxes are definitely going to be going up every year. Uh, number three, inflation. Two uh, percent. I could barely keep going. Two percent. I'm losing money every year, but my value of my savings is going down every year. Those are the two, uh, three I see. And plus, also a little kicker: Social Security. Reason I'm waiting to seventy. Survivor benefits. My wife will make a lot more money uh, when I pass away if I wait till I'm seventy. So that's uh, yeah, that's a good I want point. To, uh, yeah, if you're morning. single. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you take it sooner. Yeah. But the survivor benefit is critical. Also, the whole idea with social security planning is it's if you live a long time, it's really to protect you on those what ifs or if you haven't saved enough money. But I, I don't see, uh, you know, the, well, what, what the other gentleman was saying, but you know, hey, he could, uh, take me up on the challenge. Yeah. Um, the top 10 fastest growing costs for older Americans since 2000. Number one is eggs. Eggs grew 332% since the year 2000. Number two, this is what, uh, kind of you alluded to. Actually, your, yours was number five, part B premiums. Medicare part B premiums 
in the year 2000 were $45.50. Today, they're $164.90. That's a 262% jump. Prescription drugs are number two. In the year 2000, it was 1,102. In the year 2023, it's 4,524. Average cost based on numerical data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's a 311% increase. There are more. Uh, if people want to take a stab at the 10 fastest growing costs for older Americans, calls now 800-321-0710. Got a few minutes left. Uh, great. I'm glad we have a lot of listeners in Florida and all over the country. Pete, uh, any other comments before we go? Uh, no, that's that all for now. And uh, keep up the good work. Love the podcast. Love the live show. Yeah, make sure you listen to us every Saturday, Sunday at 9. Also, the podcast, uh, subscribe. We're going to uh, be launching a reimagined podcast in the coming weeks. So make sure you, if you have a Google phone, Android, Apple phone, go to podcasts, hit the subscribe button on the financial quarterback. Got a lot of new stuff coming. Uh, I'm going to go over the top 10 fastest growing costs for older Americans since the year 2000. Number one, eggs. Isn't that funny? Number two, prescription drugs. Number three, heating oil. The average cost for heating oil was like $1.15 per unit. Now it's $4.34. That's a 279% increase. Dental services, 275% increase. Medicare Part B, 262% increase. Homeowners insurance, a 193% increase. Pet services, including vet services. The other gentleman, you just said you were from Florida. Home insurance is way more money than there now. Pet services, including veterinarian services, 190% increase. Annual medical, including uncovered costs, 177%. But this is the biggest ticket item we see. Average cost for uncovered medical was 5844 in 2000. Now it's 16192 Propane gas, 167% increase. Gasoline of all grades, 167%. Those are the top 10 fastest growing costs. Uh, for seniors since the year 2000. So how do you factor in these things? There are some key things that you want to do when you are looking towards retirement. You want tailored financial guidance, not for somebody else, not for carte blanche, but for you. We talked to two different gentlemen within the span of 10 minutes. You know what? The guy who really wants to take it at 62, if I was his financial advisor, I'd probably say take it at 62. I would want to show him my numbers. He could show me his numbers. But some people, they want to enjoy their money from 62 to 80, and they don't care if they live to 100 and they have less money. They want to enjoy from 62 to 80. It would be a viable reason to take Social Security at 62. The other guy just said, hey, survivor benefits. Well, that would be a reason to delay. You do not want un personalized financial guidance. You want it to your unique financial needs and retirement aspirations. A good financial advisor will take that into account. We're not giving you, you know, just carte blanche information. Call us at 888-988-JOSH and we can give you personalized 
retirement decisions for you. By asking the right questions and listening, we can craft the retirement plans that align with your goals. And that's why I want everybody to head over to retirenow.info for the free three free gifts or calls at 888-988-JOSH for the gifts as well. You might say, well, what are the gifts? You get a copy of my book, The Retirement Reality Check, The Maximize My Social Security Report, The 27-Point Ultimate Financial Game Plan, and The On-Point Risk Analyzer. I'll see you this and every week, Saturdays and Sundays at 9. Give us a call, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674, 888-988-JOSH. The preceding program was sponsored by the Jelinski Advisory Group. Any awards, rankings, or recognition by unaffiliated third parties or publications, including five-star wealth manager, advisory of the year finalist by senior market advisor, and top of the million-dollar roundtable, are in no way indicative of the advisor's future performance or any individual client's investment success. No award, ranking, or recognition should be construed as a current or past endorsement of Josh Jelinski or Wealth Quarterback, LLC. Information regarding specific awards, rankings, or recognitions is available on the Wealth quarterback website at jelinski.org all investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss investment strategies such as asset allocation diversification or rebalancing do not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses there are no guarantees that a portfolio employing these or any other strategy will outperform a portfolio that does not engage in such strategies this broadcast should not be construed by any client or prospective client as a solicitation to affect or attempt to affect transactions and securities or the rendering of personalized investment advice. Due to various factors, including changing market conditions, the information discussed in this broadcast may no longer be reflective of current positions or recommendations. While information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, Josh Jelinski and Wealth Quarterback do not guarantee its accuracy, and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. The tax and estate planning information discussed is general in nature, is provided for informational purposes only, and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Listeners should consider Consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Investment advisory services offered through Wealth Quarterback, LLC.